Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Impulse Fan Series podcast. I'm Andrew, and I'm joined, as always, by Brendan and Josh. Say hi, boys. Hey. Hello. And we're also joined today by special guest Clint Harris. Say hi, Clint. How you doing, man? Hey, man. How are you? Doing good. Good, good. So excited to have you here. So for those of you who don't know, and uh, you all should because I know you all follow our Instagram and Facebook, Clint is our sort of fight choreographer slash we look to him to be better because he's tank look is cool yeah clean makes us look cool and threatens to put us in a truck hold every day that's it you would have it's seen him day. in the uh, date set. night scene and that all that choreography was was uh was clint's work yeah so. clint was the one wearing the black the black uh the blackest night t-shirt totally it was also the only bold one that. The only bald one, yeah. <laughs> follically challenged. Follically oh, challenged. Yeah, we, 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 I don't think we can say bald in 2020 anymore. It's follically uh, It's challenged. probably a faux pas yeah. at this point. I don't I, know. I reckon. I reckon. So, <laughs> so, Clint, give us a little background of, of your, your history in choreography, uh, stunt work, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, well, it kind of it came from my friendship with my instructor, my professor. He's a guy called Richard Norton. He's um, pretty well-known in the film industry um he's just done he just finished up doing the latest suicide squad film which is the dust suicide squad which is kind of a pseudo sequel kind of is but it isn't i know a lot of details but i can't tell you anything about it i'm sorry we're getting to slip up we're getting to slip up no 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 i'll get get a drink tom holland this thing he legit kill me um so yeah i started uh, i met richard first the first time i met him was in like 1991 or 92 or something like that at a Benny the Jet Urquidez kickboxing uh, seminar. And um, yeah, just remember seeing him there because I grew up watching him in the Hollywood films. Oh, not Hollywood films, sorry. Like um, like Jackie Chan, Hong, Hong Kong films. You know, he mm. was in he was in um, Millionaire Express. He was in uh, Twinkle, Twinkle Little Stars, I think. Oh, was so one he's of them. from the Hong Kong wow. School of Stunt Work. Yeah, so he, oh, he's, cool. he first started um, doing stuff with Jackie Chan and Cynthia Rotherock and all those amazing people. His first film was actually, um, or he had one film here in Australia, but he had another film in the States, was uh, Chuck Norris's ma- like major film, which was um, Octagon. So oh, he, no played, um, he played, he uh, played, what's his name, Kai, Kai, whatever, the, the, the Japanese guy at the end that gets sidekicked into the fire, or jumping yeah. kicked into the fire, that was him. He was the main oh, bad guy. So, that's cool. Yeah, so he's been in the industry for forever. Um, He's done a lot of films with people like uh, Cynthia Rotherock, who was like a real big mainstay, uh, mainstay for uh, martial arts films all the way through like, yeah, all, all through the 80s and, you know, into the 90s. And she's still out rocking it and killing it. And um, yeah, it's, 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 it's through his friendship. So I met him in 91 at a seminar to start off with and then didn't really get to know him because I was like a little snot-nosed, I think 15-year-old kid, probably a bit younger than that. Years later, um, I started... Uh, doing MMA and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and I was training under a guy called Jeremy Takodi uh, who lived around the corner from me uh, and hit you know we got a great friendship he's he's been my instructor ever since and he uh, wanted to film some MMA instructionals so mixed martial arts instructionals and he needed someone that was able to get on camera and do it so I, I went in and had a go and the syllabus he created for MMA, which is like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with striking and kickboxing and everything, was actually co-founded with Richard Norton. So because of that, um, Richard was there. And do you guys know that movie Step Brothers? You know, with Love Will Ferrell. Yeah, we were it's talking about it. in the garage. <laughs> yeah, you remember when they, when they get there in the film, they go, I think, I think we're best friends. 
You yeah, know what I mean? That was yeah. basically Richard and I's relationship from that day. Um, he straight up started grabbing me and choking the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> slap, slap the, sh- slap me in the face about five times. Does he have a katana signed by uh, Jesse Jackson? No, who was it? Uh, Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. American Idol judge from Step Brothers when he rips out the katana oh, okay, sword. Yeah, sorry, well, how would you have a katana sword signed by American Idol's Randy Jackson? You're not going to not get Randy Jackson's autograph. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. He's got he's got a lot of swords in his house. Um, so he uh, he and I got on really well. It was quite intimidating because I'm I'm in front of camera. He's behind camera. And then, obviously, the same way I taught you guys, had you guys doing on the fight scene, or mm. for, um, Jordan for the fight scene was, oh, how was that? Look at me like a lost puppy, and I say, oh, it was good. Could you just do it a little bit less shit? It was the same. <laughs> it's the same thing. Richard, he was there, like didn't even know him really that well. Only met him for a couple of hours on mm. on that, and then he's like, oh, can you um, can you uh, stop throwing punches so shit, or can you stop doing that? You know, just like fully giving it to me. And um, I just started giving it back to him. And it, we just instantly became mates because of it. So we've had a relationship for that. And I became in Japanese called Uki. So I became his um, his demo partner for a lot of seminars we went out and te- taught. And yeah, I've been with him ever since. But to get into the film industry stuff or doing movies and stunt stuff, to bring back to your first question, we um, he was teaching a seminar on fight choreography. Mm. and he needed someone to help him so obviously he gets his number one punching bag so I came in and helped him out and because I'm not a dummy and I can do a lot of that stuff and I know how to you know you, you kind of learn it and he's he taught me a lot of it um that helped me you know I went and t- helped him teach that seminar and that helped me get into the industry with a lot of things that that week I ended up getting a um a, doing a music video um Sweet. for for Rosalie which you know Josh knows Rosalie so that's how I met Rosalie she got me um, doing a music video and Clyde was there so then I met Clyde and Clyde Brain who did some other stuff with him another little short thing and then um, yeah just kept going and going around we've gone to Queensland a couple uh, once to do uh, teach some uh, fight choreography seminar f- over there for um, some of the stunts one of the stunt schools there which was really good and yeah just just been going at it um, yeah I don't know wow that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's, that's, great. A, that's a journey yeah man yeah. So what do you find like is because uh, coming from coming from like an MMA background sort of sort of deal going into to stunt work, do you, did you find that it was a, a like a difficult transition to make? I mean, not to sound like a, a an idiot, but when you're when you're obviously doing stunt work, did you find that it was a little bit tricky to get into that stage combat world? rather than nah, I mean, even as a kid, like, I mean, everyone here probably played fought. Um, when I grew up, we had monkey magic. So I remember sure. doing monkey magic, fighting my brother at the backyard with sticks and things like that. So learning those reactions for stage combat was kind of inherent in there. And mm. doing patterns and carters, and you would do demos. Like I started off doing Taekwondo, mm. and you would do a demo for people to, you know, introduce them to Taekwondo. So you'd fake punch people and fake <coughs> kick people all around. So um, you kind of just, it becomes inherent. You just learn it as part of martial arts. Um, mm. Kind of have it as like sparring. Yeah, sparring too. You know what actually hurts, how how a shot actually should be. Um, knock on wood, I've not been KO'd. I've been close, um, yeah, wow. sparring and fighting. Um, I've been choked unconscious a couple of times in jiu-jitsu. But, oh, oh that's just all part of it. That's just fun. <laughs> that's um, just fun. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, <That's> cr- <laughs> yeah. But just 
it's you know you you grew up we, i grew up watching kung fu films you know my sure. i love bruce lee you know me and my brother just get out there and fake punch each other for ages then we got obsessed with wrestling so we'd get on the trampoline and you know i'd be hulk hogan i'd be the ultimate warrior sorry he'd be hey. hulk hogan. i know right um grab the rope and just start shaking it nice. <laughs> just um <laughs> yeah it was it was just you know it's it all part of it so it just organically happens and you play fight mm. with your mates and things um in terms of stunts for cameras um you just like because i'm more in the fight choreography side of things mm. obviously you have to do falls and stuff as part of it so you fall and hit, hit the ground um yeah i don't i it's you just do it you just yeah. fall over you imagine like what it's like and you deal with the pain later mm-hmm. um obviously you'll put pads on like you put knee pads on in in the short that we did the little teaser with um jordan frankie had uh, elbow pads on and knee pads and he took that hit i think f- oh frankie's a champion four times mm. Frankie, um, Frankie ate those hits like no time. Didn't she like yeah. really hit him, start hitting? Because he, I told him, I told him to hit him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she side <laughs> checked him, I think. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I told him to hit him. She's not gonna. Frankie's a. Frankie's had professional fights. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna. You're not, you're gonna, not gonna, gonna hurt Frankie. Yeah, you're um, Frank, Frankie well, was professional have fights s- on mathematical like. Well, <laughs> Frankie, I'll have I'll have some of the footage playing in the middle while we're talking. Oh, so cool. You guys can see Frankie, so the audience while we're talking about it anyway. So yeah, so Frankie and I, um, Frankie, myself, and another guy called Christian, we get together. Uh, not now obviously because of covid but we would get together and get a camera and we just film us doing fake fights to practice our art so that's one of the mm. big things if you want to if you want to get into it there's you know we've got technology everywhere just get a camera get an ipad and iphone and just yeah. film it um and you'll know what looks good and what looks shit it's just the whole thing is you just have to really be honest with yourself um yeah. when it's that so frankie and i would get together and we did a fight scene in the boxing ring which i was talking to josh about today and yeah, we we're, we're tagging each other with that with the body shots. Generally, my general rule is anything below the below the chest, uh, below the shoulder, head. Sorry, the neck. Mm-hmm. You can make some remnant of contact because you want to be able to feel it above the head. Obviously, you can't be punching people in the face. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, a, a side kick at a roundhouse or whatever, or yeah, maybe not an agate shot, nut shot or something like that. But <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. That happens. Hadouken. <laughs> so. What did you find uh, working on working on speaking of date night? Uh, how did you find that process? Was because uh, I wasn't obviously there. Uh, Brendan and Josh were, but just for my own curiosity, what was that process like for you? Uh, stepping, I, I guess Jordan would have been, and very Brendan new. obviously very new to it. What was that like? Step us yeah. through that process. When when you're getting an actor to do a fight scene it, you, I can't get there in in the couple of hours what did we do like five hours of shooting like that, yeah. oh mate it was um, way longer than five hours was it? but like the yeah. training beforehand was probably three to four yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but I, I can't expect the actor to be able to become a professional boxer or a professional kickboxer especially if they've mm. never done anything before so you find out what they can and can't do and you cater around what they you know to try and make that work for them so uh, in terms of Jordan, I thought a simple side kick. She's going to be, she's going to have the bow, just swing the bow and crack. And the whole thing is just getting her to get the angles right. So I remember we had uh, Brendan and Jordan practicing uh, fake punching each other, mm. just right, left, right, um, back and forth to practice the time and the reactions for it. And it's, you know, Brendan didn't have any fight, any fights in there anyway, but it's good for you just to experience it. And it's mm. good fun. Yeah, um, it was. And once you <laughs> understand the angles and the reactions and the space and the distance and the timing, then it becomes becomes second nature. So just getting getting the feet wet and getting in there. Um, that fight scene, I think we spoke about it on a Thursday. Um, Josh asked me he wanted a, he wanted something, 
and I sent him something in 15 minutes. Yeah, well, basically, a, yeah, a, 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 yeah, pretty was, much a synopsis of what what I thought was going to happen. The whole idea of getting shot in the foot with a bow, mm. uh, to take out the three people, you know, um, one person, you know, getting cracked. I think it was a sidekick in there. It was pretty much. It was there. It was like we had we had yeah. an idea of what we were going to do. Yeah. I, I remember the conversation we had about it because I remember we, we so we had the we had the impulse trailer out and um, and we were like you know we need to showcase um, Jordan's character and because she was unavailable for the trailer um, and and so we're like we need to get something out with her and 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 I was like you know we let's kill two birds with one stone let's film something where we can show some of the action get the guys to meet you because um, we'd spoken about you know bringing you on board and 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 being the fight choreographer and that and and. Um, and yeah, I remember just speaking to him. Like you, you said to me, like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know. You know, I want to, I wanted to fight somebody, but I, I think one of the things I was kind of on was like, I wanted to fight multiple people." And you're like, "We well, you know three is kind of a good number. You can work with that because you can get a few things in this and that." Um, you know, and uh, yeah, you just kind of snowballed from there, and you're like, "Bang, bang, 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 bang." You know, here's all the stuff, and yeah, you smashed it out really fast. So that was kind of cool seeing your process with that. Um, yeah, I think the big thing is just have some sort of imagination you know what you want to see you know mm. what you like yeah. you know if you, you're watching a film you, you know what looks good and what doesn't look good like um, an example would be if you guys watch The Raid have you ever seen The Raid the, yeah, oh, the, the film in the house <laughs> I watched the first one I loved that one it's amazing I watched the second one I fucking hated it um, yeah, right. the reason I hated it was because it was just so um, it was just so unrealistic and I think yep. that was because my perspective at that time was because I was training in MMA and everything was so just, you know, like this is how fights are supposed to be. I'm having watching UFC and everything like that. Sure. I just went, oh, this is just not real. You know, they're getting punched about 40 times. It only takes a couple of punches for someone to get really KO'd. Um, mm. Yeah. So I just, uh, you, the audience, a lot of people won't know what's wrong, but they will know there is something wrong when they look at it. Yeah. And like, speaking of speaking of things that are right or wrong, so oh, I do. <laughs> there was one thing in the fight scene which. I never picked up on. Nobody picked up on apart from Richard uh, yeah, from memory. Yeah, I know, right? You know, what what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah, yeah. The the, uh, the soft, yeah. So the when Jordan you know, on the on the last strike where Jordan punches me in the face, her hand was like like uh, where's the camera? Like this. I was hollow. Yeah, she wasn't making a fist. Oh, I didn't oh. see that. I didn't notice that either. So I showed I showed that to Richard. I showed that to you know obviously Josh saw it because he was editing it. I watched it multiple multiple times, just sending sending notes back to Josh. Speed I it saw up, it as well. This, I didn't pick it up either. Yeah, exactly right. And no then kidding. I went, and Richard goes, "Oh yeah, the hands hands." Not. I'm like, you, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> We're gonna have to cut <laughs> to a slow mo that in the uh, video of this podcast. I reckon but that's that's just, <laughs> a, but that's like a professional. You know, like that's yeah. someone that gets paid big bucks to do a he's at the film. top top of yeah. oh yeah I mean like I said he just finished doing Suicide Squad he's you know he was in Mad Max he did Mad Max Fury Road he was one of the bad guys in that and he did all the fight choreography you yeah. know Richard Norton is just an absolute legend and like he's basically a second father to me in a lot of yeah. respects he's got a father figure and I just um, when he knows his stuff he really knows his stuff and, and martial arts as well too like he's an amazing coach he's an amazing professor um, it's yeah it's been He's well, just, you can definitely you can definitely tell because it's rubbed off all on you. So yeah, you know, don't say it. Don't say it. You're not too bad. Richard, no, Richard Norton Jr. Richard Norton Jr. Eh? <laughs> no, I doubt it. I doubt it. I'm not. <laughs> I no think he's blushing. He's, he keeps putting pictures up of himself 
of him with no shirt on with random celebrities like Joe Cocker. He's another, He's another picture of him but no shirt on with ABBA. And I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, this this actually won't be in our little question sheet thing because the other guys don't know. But um, I mean, it's, it's been a little bit, a little while now, but uh, a little birdie told me that somebody got their uh, got their black belt. Yeah, somebody's Not- now a, a, a master of sorts. Of, uh- like black belts are pretty easy to get by these days, except for one art, which is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, it's probably one of the hardest arts to get a black belt in because it's such a long journey. Like if you look at like a karate or a taekwondo or something like that, some clubs you can get it done in like three years. Yeah. Um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you're looking at ten to fifteen years. Wow. On our, on on average, some people do it at eight. It depends. It depends on time. But like for someone like me, it's kind of, you know, I never chased a belt, and um, yeah, I got my BJJ uh, black belt at the start of this year, and which is cool because I, I run a, I run two clubs, so I'm teaching out of there. I was teaching out of there as brown belts, as a brown belt, and um, it was just nice to get a black belt. I had. Uh, about 50 people come to my grading and then I had to like roll with like wrestle every single one of them as part of my grading <laughs> no so kidding. that was good that was about an hour and a half a bit less than that of just me wrestling with people um, mm. it was good fun it's like an endurance yeah. trial oh, See, look, yeah it was fun it was just fun yeah. <laughs> yeah. in my head I'm picturing oh go on I was like, do you have the Mr. Miyagi mentality of belts or like do you believe that belts have a real significant purpose and that purpose generally gets like I guess misconstrued with a lot of people um, belts, I think, are just symbols of experience, mm. and and also like they can be incentives for people to keep them continuing on. Mm. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is probably one of the arts that a lot of people is sort of the blue belt curse. So a lot of people get to blue belt and just stop. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, because it takes nearly three years to get a blue belt, right? Sure. So you got blue, purple, brown, black, and um, blue belt is like around about two and a half, three years for some people. It's longer, and you know. They, they quit after they get there because they go, oh, shit, I've tried my hard, hardest to get to, to Blue Belt. Now, Ooh, yeah. yeah, now it's how long is it going to take me to get to Purple? How long is it going to take me to get to Brown? I've got to spend yeah. another three years or whatever at Brown Belt. I've got to spend another three years at, at Purple Belt. Yeah. How long is this going to be? You know, I'm going to be able to keep doing it. Plus, you're dodging injuries and everything. Yeah. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is the same as like wrestling and stuff. It's one of those arts that um, you, can't, you can't hide. You can't lie. You know, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of bullshit black belts out there. Someone that's got a black belt, and you're like, oh, I've got a black belt and some made-up bullshit karate style that never existed. Yeah. Um, jiu-jitsu, you can tell. You get on the mats with somebody, you roll with them, you wrestle with them, and you go, oh, okay, I can see. You know, yeah. you, feel, you can feel that experience. And, sure. um Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, which is hilarious because, you know, I get, I get my black belt. I never chased a belt. Got my black belt at the start of the year, and then we got... We got COVIDed, so yeah. now I've, I've not been able to do to do what I love the most on this planet, apart from my family. Jiu-jitsu first, then everything else. In, in my in my but head, the uh, I can't on. do it. Yeah, I yeah. Can't. No, I was gonna say in my head, I kind of pictured uh, when you go to get your black belt, you have to do like a, the trial, and the trial is, you know that that end fight scene in the first Ip Man film. Oh, the takes on, people. He takes oh, on yeah. the, uh, all, all the Japanese guys. Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of like how that. I pictured you. They just get it the was, entire, the it was entire group like on that, you, except yeah. one at a time, not not all at the same time. <laughs> Donnie Yen's um, insane for a start. I hear he like pays people like fifty to hundred bucks extra if he lets them actually if he like they'll let him actually hit. Like, you know, I heard that too. I've heard some other stories about Donnie Yen as well, but I can't tell you. Sorry. 
<laughs> that's that's two things that we don't get to know oh, about so far. And a lot of and a lot of people. I can't. I can't. I don't want to throw. <laughs> I want to throw crazy. Richard under the bus. I'm gonna. At some point, I'm gonna do a podcast with Richard, just me and him, and just let him. Speak. <laughs> if, he say, if he says it, it's fine. Hey everyone, it's Andrew here. I just want to take a little bit of a break from the podcast to talk about our Patreon. So if you haven't already, visit patreon.com forward slash impulse fan series where you can help us keep this project going for as little as a dollar a month. And every donation tier that you go, you get different stuff. So all the way up to being into a raffle of possibly winning one of our prototype costumes from the trailer. So again, that's patreon.com forward slash impulse fan series, and it would really, really help us out. We can't continue this project and we can't make it realize its full potential without your help. And again, you're going to want to check out the benefits that you can get because they're so amazing and we've got some really cool stuff on offer. So right now I do want to give a bit of a shout out to some of the Patreon members that we already have. So a big, big thank you goes out to Vader Runner, Aaron, Just Joey, DP, Alexander, James, and Andrew. Thank you so, so much for what you've done so far. We know that finances can be tricky in this day and age, so the fact that you're taking the time out and the finances out to help us fund this project, that really, really, really means a lot. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So again, everybody, patreon.com forward slash impulse fan series. Hope to see you there. And uh, let's get back into the podcast. So Clint, uh, obviously you, you were just speaking about injuries and everything, and so how? To w- walk me through. Uh, How'd you lose the hair? What happened? Yeah. That's, wow, that's what? Yeah. genetic. Like, I, I, I don't even know. I like know. a genetic punch to the head, or what? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Jesus, this <laughs> got dark. Channeling my, channeling my inner Krillin, I think it is. Where's your? You got a nose though. You can't. Yeah, yeah. If fair. I do enough jujitsu, that's probably going to go at some point. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Break it. That's fair. What, what's the, like the type of upkeep that you got to do to keep yourself prepared for the kind of physical uh, activity that you need to do in Brazilian jujitsu? What's like a workout like? What do you do to keep as health, uh, healthy as possible and 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 basically as injury free as possible? All right. So I love I love the I love Tim Ferriss. That was that came out wrong, but you know what I mean. Like I yep. love I love his work. I love the four hour body. I love all those all these things. I listen to his podcasts and everything. And one of his things that really really resonates with me is the concept of minimum effective dose. Okay. So MED. So minimum effective dose is that like let's say, obviously this is not an example. This is a silly example, but mm-hmm. let's say to get a hundred percent of the results, let's just say you have to do one set of ten repetitions of bicep curls. Mm-hmm. But as you progress to that tenth rep you increase the chance for you to get injured. You'll get 100% of the results, but you'll also increase, there's an opportunity for you to get banged up. Also, yeah. you can't train the next day. Sure. Minimum effective doses, uh, what do they call it? The, the ratio, 20% of the work gives you 80% of the gains. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, so I can't remember, maybe look it up. It's uh, starts with P. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's oh, far out. I spoke yeah, about I it in my pod, uh, my, oh, it doesn't matter. We don't need so an to example be, would be yeah. example would be if you're doing if you're doing uh, if you knew that all that needed to do to get eighty percent of the results was do twenty percent of the work all they mm. need to do is bicep curl two times or three times mm. and they get the majority of eighty percent of the Pareto same game. principle that's the one yeah that's it 
if I can do that and I decrease the chance to get injury, meaning I, I, I can train the same again the next day mm. and the next day and the next day and I keep increasing and that 1% of getting better every day, just sure. improving, improving, improving. That's that's what I like to do. So I look at things like Tabata as a training mechanism. Yep. So or like I'll do a protocol, it, um, not strict that, I'll do 20, 20 rounds of four exercises, of basically five, uh, 20 rounds so it's like five five times you do five sets of each one so yep. like today i did kettlebell swings um push-ups uh squats goblet squats and just um crunches okay and i just went through over and over and over and over again and that's enough that's 10 minutes of work mm. including rest you yeah. know tw- 20 20 seconds on 10 seconds off that smashes you by the end of it that last set you get through it but you're like oh my god that's horrible but you, you give yourself adequate rest for each of the muscle groups and mm. you're feeling really good about doing it. And it's 10 minutes out of my day. Now, if I do that every day, I can do that every day. Um, yeah. That I'm just going to keep keep upkeep and keep progressing where I need to. Mm. When it comes to uh, other things, the other thing is you have to work on your flexibility. That's really important. Mm-hmm. So, um, and to get back to your Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and, and martial arts and training in general, the worst thing you could possibly be is sore. When you're trying to wrestle somebody, yeah, sure. they have muscular soreness. You know, you don't want to get in there and do a heavy weight system, uh, session and blow your biceps out and your shoulders and your pecs, and then try and fight off a guy that weighs 110 kilos. <laughs> yeah. And you haven't got any push or haven't got any give to get off, get him off you. You want it. You want to have that energy. Um, you want to have. You know. And also, once again, you don't want to increase that chance to get injured. That's the big thing for me. It's consistency. I've been so good to be able to train from the age of four, from when my father first started me on Taekwondo and my uncle all the way now to 42 all right so i've still been training and i've been able to do martial arts all the way through i mean this is probably the biggest this is the biggest break i've had from being able to actually physically grab somebody and choke them or punch them or kick them sure um and how are you how are you battle uh, combating that like what do you do you have stuff at home like um something that you can grab like like a big dummy or something i don't know like how does that work i made up a dummy yeah. Well, so I got I got some uh, I got a uh, uh, like what what Brennan's wearing like a um what are they called Dragon Ball Z jumper no Dragon Ball Z jumper a jumper whatever zipped up the front packed it full of towels and then put a gi on top of it and put a br- my old one of my old brown belts around its waist so I use that as a dummy so I've got like a practice dummy I've been looking online to probably buy a good practice dummy depending yeah. on how long how long we're in um in stage four and stage three yeah right and just. Yeah, um, I've got mats there. I have sometimes before COVID, before we went to stage three, I had people come and do privates with me. So mm. I was teaching jujitsu out of my garage, yep. um, which is always good. Can you and still just, do that, like one-to-one outside? Can't no? do it. Nah, no, can't no, do it now. No, no. 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 So once stage three kicked in, we weren't allowed to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we once stage three came, the gyms were closed. So you, yep. you could do outside ex- exercise, but you can't do inside exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess even outside exercise, you wouldn't be able to make contact with the other person, I suppose. Well, that's kind of defeats the purpose. I mean, yeah. I, there's no such thing as yeah. touchless jujitsu. Yeah, you know? yeah. I can't, so I can't, it's kind of like doesn't. I can't, I can't chi kimura somebody or chi <laughs> rear naked oh, choke man, somebody or whatever. Yeah. Sonic boom. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, like I said, it's just upkeep and. You know, I always train that way. I'm in a gym most of the time, like leading up like all the way through like when I'm running, the, when I'm at the club. They're yep. in they're in gyms. Um, they give me a big mat space out there. So I just go out and bang some weights. I'll do like five by five. Um, I'll do the uh, strong lifts workout for myself. Once again, the whole idea is not to get sore. There's also another workout I do where it's um, two sets uh, where you do 
a 90% of your one RM, so your one rep max. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, you do th about three reps if you can, say if you're doing bench press. Yep. And then, then you drop it down, you do plyometric push-ups, do seven plyometric push-ups, rest for five minutes, and then do that again. But you drop it down to 80% of your one RM and do like five reps and then five to 10 plyometric push-ups. So it works fast switching muscles and it, it works really well. It's just about getting stronger. And yeah. you do that workout every day without getting sore. So. And how did you find I, out this workout? Like, did you like was it Google? Did somebody else already know about it and told you about it? Or well, I work in a gym, so I, I'm a PT as well. So, um, I always love finding the new, the new things. You know, Trend like what's like, yeah. what's yeah. the new. Um, you know, and, and I always I, one of the things that annoy me about anything is when somebody says to me, I used to when I was working at like Telstra when I was working at uh, you know in IT. Um, when someone would say to me, I'd ask them, why do we do a process like this? And they say, oh, this is because we always do it this way. Oh, okay, yeah. And they can't explain to me why it is. Yeah. That yeah. would frustrate me. So I'd Refusal either try and find it. I want to yeah. find out the reason and I can always think there's more, is always a more efficient way to do stuff. Sure. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's just part of it. And it's great. I, you know, <laughs> once again, getting back to Richard Norton, it's amazing seeing somebody like him who has the same mentality that same methodology that like there's always a better way to do something there's always yeah. he's always consistently trying to improve himself um the film i'm help i was helping him with before this stage three kicked in uh we're working on weapons so we're doing a lot of sword stuff um medieval looking at hammer uh, which is mm -hmm. like historical european martial arts stuff um he's got a lot of basis in japanese art so mm -hmm. a lot of you know katanas and samurai swords and all that sort of stuff and size he's, he's known for being amazing Ooh. on the side wow. so we were working uh, back and forth he was teaching me a lot of his weapon stuff I was researching a lot of the other stuff it was interesting just him and me going back and forth and trying to go oh this works this doesn't work and we came up with some really really interesting things that I can't wait awesome. to this film that I can't I can't talk about and it's probably not going to film until maybe next year yeah. Um, but mm. yeah well, hopefully it'll happen Awesome. I am. I'm not sure if Andrew might have this as a question because I actually haven't seen the questions. But I didn't make them. I'm going off oh, by heart. Josh. Um, <laughs> so um, I want to like transition from the, what you just said to impulse um, because mm. I know with speedsters it's quite hard to do choreography and generally they like I mean like shows like CW Flash they tend to go for the just look at the lightning and like the yeah, lightning yeah. flashes kind of thing do you have any ideas or have you thought of any innovative ways or like adapted ways that we could see speedsters fighting each other and make it look cool mm. a lot of the a lot of the influence was um watching that uh those x-men films with um oh, yeah. the scenes with with quicksilver with quicksilver yeah where he's running around and like all these things are happening around him in slow motion and he's, yeah. he's yeah. So he's just moving in normal speed. Mm. So my my thought process of speedsters, everything will be in slow motion in the background. Yeah. Whatever's happening, and they'll just be fighting normally. If oh, that makes fair. any sense. Just have the lightning kind of go, so like like yeah, a yeah, have the lightning go around. So they, they don't need to be. Yeah, I love the Flash series. I love I love Arrow, the Arrowverse, and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but you can't you can't get to see. Or you see his hands moving blah, 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 like that, and there's like lightning yeah. and shit going around, and <clears> he's like, oh, he's clearly beating him up somehow. I, I can't see it. It makes no sense. But yeah. I, I thought having the people actually fighting in real time, but everything else being slowed down with lightning might be a way mm. to sort of bring attention to it Perfect. and possibly using external external things. You know, like um, one of the scenes, I, I, I won't spoil the first thing. It was um, one, of them, one of them at the... The party. Yeah, I feel, feel feel free to okay. say you can drop some yeah, of it. Yeah. This can be an exclusive. Uh, yeah, 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 not Patreon, ball. but I guess at the charity yeah, ball. You're gonna hear. Um, you're gonna hear it first. Yep. 
one of the I had a vision of one of the guys shooting and obviously um, uh, impulse running up and everything's in slow motion him being a little smart ass working just sort of pushing the bullets out of the way oh, yeah. and yep. my visualisation was that scene out of uh, Pulp Fiction you know where, where they're standing they've shot and they've shot at him and all the bullets are on the outside of the wall didn't yeah. actually hit them yeah. so all you're doing is just knocking them just a little bit out of the way just enough so it like whizzes past mm. and ends up and then the people behind that were caught in the spray of the gun of somehow would just sort of look behind and think that oh what the hell happened you know like well, what was that yeah um, just little things like that mm. um yeah, it's going to be interesting. It'd be quite... I've got a couple of... I made some notes. I sent them through to Josh. I can't remember what they were. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, have to look at, we'll have to look at production for some of that because, um, yeah, that's, I'm already thinking logistical nightmares for, for filming. So, <laughs> I can see, know, I can see, see your bullets, face CG change when he started oh, yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, all no, this. No problem. Well, no problem. <laughs> we'll just have 100 cameras, high speed, low light, freaking the whole... I'll shoot the stars and then, and then we'll just... And you break down. No, but re down. realistically though, how we'd probably do it would be to shoot the fight on a green screen with trackers and then shoot the background um, and then have motion capture markers in the shot, which would then remove in post, but then able to sync up the camera to the virtual fight so that we could have the background in slow motion um, mm. and then have you guys fighting in normal motion. And the other side of it is if we'd want to move in 3D space we can just make the entire background uh, in a virtual as a virtual set. So, yeah, uh, bring on Unreal Engine 5. I mean, come on. Oh, I'm so ready for it. I'm so yeah, ready it's for gonna it. It's going to be so good. Um, so basically what you're saying is though you we the fans can expect a very visual fight at some point if impulse and inertia are to cross paths. Are you going to get into shape? I've been working <laughs> out. I've been working out. Oh, Andrew, you can back me oh, up. I, I, he's working on it. Fine. I'm going. I'm going the other way. Sorry. I'm, I'm Shots fired. My, my dad. I feel like Brendan wants to get his abs out right now. I do. Yeah, I feel like. Where, where, what's he doing? Send, what's he doing? I'm going to send you a pic. Clint. Oh, he's good. <laughs> no, no, no. You can, can do it on the webcam. Oh, no. He's going to start turning into me and start post, posting like shirtless selfies every 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jesus Christ. Triggered by you wearing all the Superman clothes. Do, do you want to see... I want to get my Superman costume out, but... Do you, uh, you want to see a, a photo I took of me in my um, in my dancer's belt from earlier today? From <laughs> no, 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 no. Nobody wants to see that. No, not even Patreon wants to see that shit. All right. I've got my... Um, oh, no. oh, Patreon? More like Patreon. Oh, Boy. right. Oh, that's for OnlyFans, mate. Just leave it for just, that. Just lost 20 <laughs> There we go. It's was better than I was before. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a lot of fun. So, anyway, <laughs> back... Or are we waiting for his reaction to this picture? We're waiting for Clint's reaction. Okay. Saitama's reaction. Do you, do, you doing any bicep curls? Wow. <laughs> he should be. Don't, don't, don't... Oh, God. All right. Yeah, yes, I am. That's good. Um, work more... You work in your lats? Uh, yes. Well, yes, yeah. Andrew, Andrew's... Yeah, so we've basically... Too. So we've just gone through the first four weeks with Brendan kind of adjusting him into working out, and now we're starting to pinpoint the areas that need it. So we're looking at different kind of back exercises, getting his... I, I You know, we're looking at sort of giving him a little bit more of um, a, that Dorito shape, as Brendan so nicely put it. Mm. Um, you know, because obviously he doesn't have a lot of weights right now, and we wouldn't want to focus on bulk or anything anyway. Um so we're looking at trying to get his lats going and his shoulders and you know yeah. we're just focusing on those areas push so we can ups. get that yeah push-ups yeah. and push-ups oh. and chin-ups are your, are your yeah how many push-ups did i have you do the other day man i did 200 <laughs> and something nice that was a good time 
Well, um, not drop any minute. Uh, I got to hang out with Charlie Hoonan a little bit. And if you guys know yeah. how Charlie trained for um, trained for King Arthur, he was doing a thousand push-ups a day. Wow. And if he missed a day where he didn't do a thousand push-ups, he would mm. do two thousand to punish himself. Shit, Brendan, you don't need me anymore. Do Just do a thousand push-ups every day. Green Arrow. <clears throat> We'll get you doing the salmon ladder. What was that, Josh? Do you want to repeat that? Do you what? want to say that a bit oh, louder? No, just mine, mine fart. That's all. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout outs to that one live stream where we forgot to turn off the camera. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of fun. So, Clint, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of speaking of impulse and everything in the fight choreography, um, obviously you'll have to sort of collab with with josh to see what's possible what's not possible and everything mm. uh find out you know obviously what he wants the ultimate thing to look like but do you find that when you work on a film or a series or a project like impulse that the director will say to you something not not that i'm saying that our director has done this but a director will say to you dude i don't know what i want i'm leaving it in your hands you just do it is that is that a thing that happens a lot or a lot of people like I, we did a project called bullet girl which was um Originally, it was going to be a short film. Then it became a music video. I don't know why. <laughs> Fair enough, um, as it does. But I, I spent about three months training the actors up, two, uh, two ladies. And the other guys, I had, once again, Frankie and uh, Christian with me, who are my, my boys when it goes to stunts and mm-hmm. fight choreography. They're both sure. really good. Um, and with that, the, the director for that, Rosalie, just sort of left it all in my hands, which was good. Um, she had something she wanted to have in there. She said the word she wanted was brutal. So I tried to make it as brutal as we possibly can. Yeah. And obviously I set it to a certain level and, and then the expectations went down. Um, it's, <laughs> it's really, that was a really good learning experience in, in that I actually got Richard in to watch the fight choreography and he, he came in and added some tips for me. He came and came along to the gym. It was a good, good little thing for the actors too. A nice little treat for him to come in and he's Richard Norton to help him out. Yeah. And he uh, he added a couple of things about tempo and increasing timing. It was a really good lesson for me. Yeah. Um, for the filming of it, one of the big lessons I learned from that was, and I know Josh is not like this. He loves, he loves me. No, he loves to. Um, he, loves me. Uh, he, he likes input and yeah, he yeah. likes being able to like. Uh, if you sort of know, he, he listens. It's really yeah. important. Where in the director I work with that one, she gave me a lot of time to do it leading up. Lots of like months of it leading up. Um, to work with the actors and get the fight choreography all done. Mm-hmm. And then we went into shoot and she we basically did it in a day and it was like a three, it should have been a three day shoot we did in one day and we were rushed and she spent way too much time on the first engagement and the main fight we didn't do nearly as much and the main fight was the important fight yeah. and it was like I had to push to get her some, to get some coverage. So sure. it, was, it was quite frustrating with that. It was a good lesson to learn um, about setting expectations and just making people realize and the actors too you have to say to them like i'm not the one that's gonna be on the screen yeah i was i was in it my part as playing the gangster one of the gangster bad guys in it was amazing because i did it sorry no humble brag (laughs) take a bow take a bow what it is but i i I was amazing in my part but then those guys the actors just dropped the ball Um, frankie and christian both were amazing as well but then when it came to those two ladies fighting Mm -hmm. it just all the work they put in there they just basically lack a bit of a phrase they shit the bed you know, mm-hmm. and um, then again with a director that doesn't know exactly what she wants, the angles weren't right. It was just, yeah, it was like she wouldn't listen to 
much of my input and it was just oh we got to get this done we got to get this done we got to get this done i'm like no we need to spend time on this mm. oh this is costing us money oh you know we're hiring this place this guy's going to charge us extra money i was like mm. okay so if that's all you're worried about then clearly you know you don't yeah. want to have a good product so yeah. was, was there an ad on that shoot was there a first uh, ad yeah there was I, I i don't want to bring up his name Okay, um, because yeah, I was going to say that that should have really come from them, not from the director. She should, you know, be I guess, yeah, focused yeah. on the creative. Yeah, but she was uh, the first AD. Um, she also she shut was, the bed. She also shut the bed. It was, <laughs> she was kind of brought in as like someone to help out. Um, okay. But sure. even the the uh, what's what's the camera person called again? The, the DOP? photographer. The DOP, actually it depends. Yeah. It depends what they did, but yeah, DOP. No, the DOP. Um, he was on my side and he was trying to get as much shots but she just uh, the director and the AD or director just overrode yeah. everything uh, yeah. bit of a but you know like, well, I guess yeah sometimes productions are just you know you got yeah. and I'm hoping I'm hoping she doesn't watch this right now and, and come after me because of this but it's the truth <laughs> I, you know, it gave me a good lesson um, I think I think experience is always you know the best way to learn something so yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, the final the final product was was pretty good yeah like because I think I'd seen I some can, of it. I think a I trailer can send or it to online. you. You can have a look and let me know. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't sign up for a music video. And, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not a particular big fan of the the band that was playing. Fair. Like there was two days shooting on that set, on that site, and the second day was them recording the band. Oh, and all I was thinking, oh, you bastards! I wish I could just have that second day for the fight. Yeah, you feel yeah. like that would have been done beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. You could have had the band playing in a alley in the middle of nowhere, and doesn't it doesn't matter. Had the yeah. Same. yeah, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did have no, we did have. Um, we filmed at the Cherry Bar as well. That scene. Was oh, cool. I love that place. Yeah, that yeah, would be so cool. We had we filmed there. That was actually there was a part where the actress was going around shooting people. That was that was quite good. Yeah. Because um, mm. a bit gunplay and stuff, and that that came out really well. It was a great set. Um, but yeah, it was just it was it's just a learning experience. You yeah. know, it's not much you can do. You just sort of go all right. Um, yeah, like I'm trying to think what other little experiences I've had. The uh, there's we, the rehearsal stuff we did for Game On. I was oh, about to, yeah. I was about to mention Game On, but I didn't know yeah. if I could bring it up. Yeah, game, game On, which is... Do you want to let everyone know what Game On is? <laughs> game On was... It oh, sounds really cool. Yeah, it's it's basically... If you look at an arcade machine, say here, in yeah. the 90s, we'd always have people rock up and put like dollar coins on the side of the machine or 20 cent coins to be able to be the next person to play. Mm. So and when Street Fighter in 1991 came out, Street Fighter 2, that was the big game and everyone would mm. just line up. You'd have one person playing, you know, someone would just smash the other person the next thing. The whole thing about Game On is that, um, is that it is basically a video game and different people come in and play. And they, mm. but it's it's not a video game if that makes any sense. I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, it, isn't it? It's, like, it's, it's funny because it's kind of the reverse of what you said with the other one. The other one was a film that got turned into a music video. This was a commercial that got turned into a film. Yes, which nice. I guess it's not going to be used. Is as a Game One did it finish production? Like, is it available to watch? No, we, no, no. We choreographed no, no. We, the first fight scene, uh, the first yeah, section. Because we, we were still, five, there were five sections, and yeah. then we had the first two had been choreographed out, and we filmed them. So I test shot. You the were DOP, right, Josh? Sorry. We, we did it. We're doing it in Josh's backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we, the, okay. So I guess the origins of Game On was that part of my showreel service was opening up a new. Uh, I wanted to do a new thing for like fight fight showreels, um, and obviously I spoke to Clint about that, saying you know if we work together, uh, you know I shoot them, you you choreograph them, you know kind of thing, and then we're like, well, we need like a body of work to showcase. And I was like, well, you know, let's let's put something together like a little ad. 
and then we kind of spoke about, oh, there's so many different types of fighting styles and ways you can showcase it. Um, you know, there's like, there's Hong Kong action and there's, you know, kind of like Jason Bourne, um, you know, type fighting. You know, there's, there's the handheld raw, the shaky mm-hmm. stuff, there's a the fast cutting, there's a there's a bunch of different stuff. And so we said, hey, let's, let's turn it into like, I guess a film and, and Game On kind of came from that where we can showcase, and like Clint said, it's like different, um, a new challenger approaches kind of thing where it's like yeah, yeah like each level maybe different styles yeah. is a different right. style um, and yeah so that's that's where that kind of and you know I guess while we've been speaking there would have been some footage I would have put in the middle here somewhere here's looking for the seen. inexperienced fighting style the pillow <laughs> <laughs> the pillow fighter he says no we had a I'm, pillow we had a pillow in there and everything oh, it was pillow supposed, was supposed to be a chair yeah yeah so when you see that footage the pillow's a chair awesome but yeah, I mean that's that's still obviously that's still in the work. I've got that. Yeah, other well, thing I mean I once COVID's over, we'll get back to that. But. That other one I want to do the uh, the road rage one, which I don't want to talk about because I don't want yes. anyone to steal the idea, and I want it to be a surprise. That's going to cut it out. Know the you theme. Tell us about it. Nah, oh, I could yeah, I could tell you about it if you want. Do you want <laughs> you want to cut it out? Yeah, we'll cut it. Out. Yeah, we'll cut it out. All right. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, you don't get to hear what this was, but it was a doozy. <laughs> and back to the podcast. That's like, crazy. I, I think. Well. That's, Yo, that that's, that's I, I don't know what to life. say to that, man. I'm kind of like, only fans, that's mate. revolutionary. You'll only be able to find out about it on my OnlyFans account. That's no, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So we, we've been speaking a lot about experience, I guess, uh, to sort of start to wrap up. I, I guess, uh, Clint, what would you, what one piece of advice would you give somebody who wants to get into uh, MMA, martial arts, uh, fight choreography, you know what? What? What would you? What would you? What piece of advice would you give? There's a couple of things. Um, if you want to, if you're an actor and you want to become a fighter, well, not a fighter. If you're an actor and you want to do action scenes, don't go too crazy onto like trying to learn kung fu or anything mental like that. Learn boxing. Okay. Boxing will give you fundamental footwork. Mm-hmm. It'll teach you how to how to hold your hands it'll actually teach you how to throw punches correctly and then it's very easy for you to be able to transition across it's so obvious when you see somebody put their hand I can I can tell from somebody putting their hands up whether or not they know how to throw punches properly exactly right where, where their elbows are anything I can read it I can tell if someone's you know how their chin's tucked down if they're looking you know you can just see it like sure. anyone that's a trained fighter and as I said the audience they don't realise that they know it they might not be able to mm. pick up on something why that doesn't seem right but they'll still see it yeah, yeah. they'll go oh that does something's oh, I don't know what it's like that thing that you see out of the corner of your eye it's like wait something <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly right. and you just you don't know what's wrong about it what what grates you the wrong way so boxing probably the one of the best arts for anyone to get learn how to throw punches then if you wanted to get into the whole learning how to do kicks and things like that find an art that specializes in kicks taekwondo is really good um, probably one of the best things for kicking Muay Thai is really good the hardest of the arts to get into is grappling sure. because it's such a huge investment to be able to be a good grappler it's massive it's so difficult um, so I would recommend if you and there's not to be honest there's not a lot of films where they do have a lot of grappling involved yeah. you know like mm. it's you know Donnie Yen we mentioned Donnie Yen before I mean Donnie Yen has um, I think it's Flashpoint one of his films he has some grappling in that he's I think at the time he might still be I don't know he's probably brown by now but he's a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu so okay. and he loves all that MMA stuff can we just quickly grappling. clarify mm. oh sorry Brendan say again I, was, I think I've seen one film with grappling I can't remember what it was but I know in it um, some guy has like a knife and he slices like one of the guys like Achilles tendons like on his foot and then they start grappling on the bottom that's like one of the only times I've seen grappling in a yeah. film 
slows that, a f- slows a fight scene down. Like yeah. so, I, I just I just like to point out that Clint outranks Donnie Yen when it comes to jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> No, if you started that way, you would be his master mm-hmm. in jujitsu. Yeah. And Van Damme, sink in. I'd be his professor. He's a very, he's a very humble title. man. But we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna yeah. give him that. Plug him, Donny. Um, but yeah, just talking about grappling, I guess, and you tell me if I'm wrong. For, for me, from a, a visual perspective, the reason why grappling isn't seen too much is visually, there's unless you, yeah, unless you know what to look out for. Sure. Visually, it's pretty boring because everyone's on the floor. It's pretty. There's not much happening visually but i guess from yeah. a grappling perspective there's a lot going on like when you guys well, are doing it if you look at i mean the public mm. consciousness is changing now with the ufc being so popular everyone's starting mm. to understand grappling a little bit more but yeah. even then I, I completely agree like you watch a fight scene and suddenly they start wrestling around the floor you think it was why are they rolling around what's going on what's this Here what's this is. silliness you really have to have a good um a good dynamic donnie yen did a really good way he did one with a f- uh, guy called samo hun I, yes. I could. I, I don't know the name of the film, but it was really good. It was back and forth, um, jujitsu, just rolling around. He was shooting double legs, and it was yeah. some of the stuff can be really exciting. Um, but and it's the same thing. It's Bruce Lee put it really, really well. Is that when he was not trained, a punch was just a punch, and a kick was just a kick. Then when he started to train, a punch and a kick became something more, mm-hmm. something more. There was much more to it. And then when once he was trained and he understood it, a punch is just a punch and a kick is just a kick, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people they look at it, they go, well, "What is that? Why are they wrestling? Why are they, you know, why don't you just yeah. punch him in the face?" Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, there could be a lot of stuff. Like most people know what an armbar is. Most mm-hmm. people know what a choke is. You know, they know that the old bit where someone breaks somebody's neck. We all know that doesn't really work, but that's an easy way to get rid of somebody in a film. You know, like it was. Speaking about that, like can Chong you? Lee. Can you yeah, let us know a little thing about uh, the difference between in real life compared to films when when someone gets choked out in a film and they're just like, and they, they check their pulse and they're like, oh, they're alive and just walk away. You want to explain the realistic element of, of that in films? Pe- people are still alive when you get choked unconscious. What, what yeah, yeah, mean? but you know when they leave them there and they're out for like hours. Yeah, that's, you, don't, you don't go out that yeah. long. Isn't, isn't yeah, it a thing yeah. of like, if you're out for like, like over 20 minute? seconds or whatever, you've got brain damage? Uh, or you start yeah, to, like, like you can't 15, be out for too long? 15 minutes. Yeah. I think it's what lack of oxygen to brains pretty much when yeah. brain damage or five to 15 minutes or something like that is people aren't going to be holding that'd be a boring film you're sitting there watching the main <laughs> actor just holding somebody's choking for ages um, yeah look you know there's always films film film is what it is it's it's not it's not reality you know yeah. like it's not realistic people can go out you can't you don't go very long if you get choked unconscious you come back pretty quick you're like oh yeah. what was that that was awesome you get an adrenal dump and you feel amazing yeah. really really <laughs> good afterwards um, it's like flatliners. Yeah, it's like oh, flatliners. Nice. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but uh, but not because you don't die. Yeah, that's a good. Um, <laughs> probably good. But with that said, I mean, people can die from getting choked. I mean, people's carotid arteries can, if they've got uh, stuff in there like plaque or whatever, you know, sure. like, like you can fracture and you know, people can die. There are people that have died from chokes, but yeah. so, so I guess a, a, it's a good time to say, folks listening, don't try any of this stuff at don't home. Don't try rear naked choke <laughs> on your family, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you're <laughs> trained and know what you're doing. Do it in the dojo, yeah. Don't keep do it unclean. keep keep your hands to yourself is yeah. the main thing. That's that's the big thing. Just keep your freaking hands to yourself. Yeah, that's fun. Do you boys have anything else you want to cover? With uh... I, I'm this could be cut out. Um, how much time do you have after this clean? I got ages, man. I got I got Andrew kids Josh. In bed. I'm good. Yeah, because I have an idea. Let's get Clint to react to fight scenes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I'll have um, to take a little bit of a little boys' room break for 10 in, seconds. Yeah, that's fine, because yeah. I just remembered when we were talking about grappling, <coughs> it reminded me of the movie Never Back Down. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and they grapple in that. Yeah, Because um, they're doing it, MMA it, and stuff like that. Be, so, like, it would be, be cool to see it in, like, person because we're discussing it here and have your thoughts on it. And It'd be really it, good to um to get Clint to react to also the Arouette fight scene because what we'll do is... Because that episode hasn't gone up yet. When I edit the... Because rea- we've already recorded that with Jordan and Hayden. But yeah. We can add you in as well to that. So we can get a everyone's reaction on that. So yeah, we can yeah, do cool. that. Sweet. Um, um, so then yeah, uh, we'll come back to this. I'll like. Do you have any fight scenes you want to see, Clint? And you really like, and you really hate. Um, any of the Donnie Yen, the Flashpoint one. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Lee, I love obviously. Uh, there's one from. There's a Jackie Chan and uh, and Benny the Jet Okides fight that's pretty amazing. Oh wait, is that um is that the one guy who does all the kicks? There's a lot of guys that do a lot of okay, kicks. Um, Benny, no, there's, uh, <laughs> I need a bloody hair meals on meals on wheels. It's called meals on wheels. I, I've seen it. Yeah, I know we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, obviously the Richard Norton fight scene. With we'll Sam get Richard Norton in there, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's always good. Um, yeah, and any of his rage of honor stuff because I, I love giving him shit about that. Done. <laughs> we'll just we'll just we'll just spitball whenever we're going. We see a scene we like, we chuck it in. Yeah. All good. Done. Um, nice. So we can go back to the podcast. Um, Right, cool. Is there anything? Well, is there anything we want to like? Anything else? Um, I mean, I it, guess it's hard because there's a few impulse things I would love to talk to you about, but uh, we can't really reveal. Yeah. Mm. I mean, um, do you have I guess uh, stuff here in the in mind for me, Hayden, um, Andrew, and Jordan in terms of training us, done training us? Do you th- um, do you see like a timeline? COVID pending, of course. Well, wow. yeah. I mean, COVID's blown everything out. I mean, we said that we wanted the first episode out by what June. June. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, as I said, I would recommend having a look at boxing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, Andrew, you've probably done a bit of boxing before, no doubt. Mm. Um, get in there and just just shadow box, film yourself, and be honest, be brutally honest. Yeah. Um, film yourself reacting as well. Act like you're getting punched in the face. Um, act like you know, like someone's hit you, and you're oh, like, you know, like head going back, forward, sideways, whatever. Like you're dazed. Uh, a bit, ha- yeah. a bit hard for me to do it here because I don't want to knock That's the fine, camera yeah, yeah. or just smack my face into the microphone. <laughs> Last thing you guys want to see is my teeth and everything going everywhere. Well, um, <laughs> the could be cool. Could be cool. Yeah, yeah, it's happened before. Um, <laughs> just yeah, just get in there and just have a look, study fight scenes. Study, look at what you like. And be honest of what you can and can't do. Mm. Yeah. One of the worst things you could possibly do is say, oh, I could do that. And, and then you can't. Mm. You've got no chance. You know what I mean? Um, look at break falls. Learn mm-hmm. how to fall properly, safely. There's a fall in the script that I have to do. Um, some, like uh, when I did the thing with Clyde, I had to roll down some uh, marble steps. It wasn't many. It was like three marble steps. When I went down, I just eat shit. It was just like I, went, I did it like eight times. Far out. Every every time I just I just ran at it and just fell hard. We, just we fell hard. It? Fell hard. Nah, no padding on that one. Damn. Just you just got to suck it up and do it. Yeah. Like on you want that it. arrow date night, you were bruised up because of Jordan. Because oh, of Jordan, that that bloody um, minx. That <laughs> bow wasn't that wasn't a that wasn't a fake bow. No, that was uh, a steel bow or like aluminium bow. Like it was metal. Aluminium bow. Yeah, and I was throwing punches at her. She was blocking. I was telling her to actually try and knock my hands out of the way. So I had to, I had to slow my punches down because she couldn't react fast enough. Sorry, Jordan, but this was the case. Um, she did good for a day of training. 
and yeah, she did did good, very good for a day of training. And um, I had puncher marks because on you know on the arrow it, on the bow it had that little, oh, the little it was thing, like yeah. a little like a sight, the sight thing on there. Or so, I don't know, I don't know what it was. Yep. That thing kept penetrating me. Oh man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's went, went in my arm. It was in my shin. It went in my arm. Oh. I, had, I had like, I looked like I had, um, I don't know, herpes or something. Oh like wow, by a chipmunk or something. More, <laughs> That's a lot of herpes. It looked like I had more herpes. More herpes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was pretty banged up after that. Plus the fall as well. I was stupid. I was like, oh, I'll just do it on the concrete. You know, no problems at all. We put the mat down, thankfully, and I was still yeah. sore <laughs> after that. Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah. And Frankie was just eating on bare concrete. <laughs> he was landing on his face and break falling with his arm. I mean, come on. He was actually all right. I was, I was yeah. back. You, you, you had a back. Yeah, you just straight yeah, back. To my spine. So, but yeah, she cracked me a lot with that bow. That was good. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, she did well. She did very well. I think she had fun. I'm, I'm a did. bit of a tough taskmaster when that the whole thing. Oh, you saw when she's like, oh, how did I do it? Like, ah, shit. <laughs> it was really funny watching Josh do the same thing. He say, oh, it was a miss. Straight up, oh, it was a miss. Anyway, if he sees you doing it, Josh gets more comfortable. He's like, oh, I can say it, it too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. But Josh, couldn't you just move the camera to center? It, no, it was a miss. No, no, no it was no, a miss. No, no, just you had it on your yeah. shoulder as there, well. There's, so there's a few things it. that we don't ever do on set, and one of them is ask Josh to move the camera. Mm-hmm. When yeah, he's, the other ones apparently tell Andrew to take off his shirt. Well, don't, just don't. We're going to go there again? Why don't you take off your shirt right now, tough guy, and show everybody oh, how tough you really are? That's sure, I'll do that. Sure. Do it right now, you shit. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Please, please don't. <laughs> Here we go. Actually, we go. you're not looking so it. bad. <laughs> you're not looking so bad. It's all right for a few Now you have no excuses on set. <laughs> you have no excuses on set. What do you say? Savage. He what said it's say? all right for a 14-year-old. <laughs> Oh no, poor there man. There you go. Oh, Next time funny. we do a scene, Andrew. All right. You have to take it off. <laughs> CG the um the suits on, yeah. That's that's oh, the yeah, thumbnail we're Green Lantern. Use. Brendan Thomas the Green Lantern is the thumbnail. Yeah. Your shoulders are right. looking better, man. Though I, I'll give you that. Thank you. You're a brave man. Taking a lip. You're a brave man. This is the OnlyFans part. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't care what Josh says. You're a brave man. So Clint, where where can everybody go to find out a little bit more about you, what you do, and uh, what you're into? Um, I'm on IMDb. Uh, I run. Oh, this guy. What's going you on? You want to get your mic there set up? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on. Uh, obviously, I'm on IMDb uh, with whatever projects, but uh, just uh, yeah. We're not doing anything really right now. COVID's yeah. pretty much shut down. Yeah, everything. Fair I can't promote anything because there's nothing to mm. promote. Um, that's fun. Once jujitsu's back up, come to my clubs. But that, that's about it, you know. Yeah. And if you're anywhere near Bendigo or Central Victoria, around about that area, you will end up to choke people unconscious. Nice. Well, we'll definitely put your your IMDb profile link in the uh, in the show notes and and hopefully get some people to your profile, get your star meter up because that's what matters. Um, this is what it is. Indeed, indeed. We didn't talk about how we met Josh. Oh, let's 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 Go cover that. We'll yeah. it back in. We'll, we'll yeah, we did it. not. That that was not a coincidence. Hey, Josh, Clint, how did you guys meet? Funny story. <laughs> how did we meet? You had a we pineapple. Met, I remember that. That does sound like a I funny a story. We met randomly with um, a pineapple through a another friend, and then from oh my there, god, I'd remember you were you were. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we had a random introduction with a friend of ours. But then 
then from there, it was really funny. Did you contact me? What was it? Clyde contacted me for Kung Blue. Oh, Kung uh, Blue. I like Kung Blue. That was... Ooh, actually, I don't know. I... Because th- I got typecast again. Yeah, I can't remember. Was you a th- Were you a thug again? Yeah, I was a thug. Yeah, was a <laughs> yeah, that, that's where the pineapple came in. I was, I was moving pineapples. Still yeah, should be a shot of him with a pineapple right now. <laughs> On screen. Um... Track the pineapple on my head, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there should be pineapple right there. That's where I'm looking on the screen. Um, yeah, I can't remember if it was me or Clyde. One but yeah, we, we did a film called Kung Blue. Um, 2015, 16? It was the Aussie cop One drama, right? Uh, cop comedy. Cop comedy. Buddy, yeah. cop, buddy cop comedy. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. I went in um, thinking, it was, I was thinking it was a martial arts film. It turned out to be... <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, we had a lot of fun, and Clint was one of the pineapple thieves. Um, so Used that my was car those. as well for the police car because I had a white Commodore at the time. <laughs> That's right. That was your car. Nice. Which we are, yeah, we had visual effects. Shout out to Seb for doing awesome Seb. VFX work on on the cop car. Uh, really made it look like a cop car. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Then, kind of from there, we yeah we worked on a bunch of we worked on other stuff together now so we did some yeah we did some uh, gaming did stuff some, as well we did some did some gaming average average Aussie, Aussie gamers game. Boris I remember that. I've seen all those videos <laughs> have you really yeah <laughs> dear god um, Russia bleeds yeah. oh man no we, we did a bit of that it was there it was, and then just whatever just hanging out a lot yeah yeah and he's intimidated me ever since so fair enough damn right yeah. damn right got you, on, got you on keto as well yeah, yeah which yeah, you yeah. gave that the arse now haven't you a year and a half a year and a half Sorry, Clint, I'm kind of on keto, so I've got you back. <laughs> He's on vegan I've keto, which ain't real vegan. keto. Kind of. Not really. Just like keto. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just getting your body fat down, then we're going to fucking blast you full of carbohydrates when we're ready to go. Do you eat pizza? And you'll be no. able to see that on OnlyFans. <laughs> remember whatever you guys do to his body. Carbs, right? No pizza, no pizza. Brendan's body, he's got to fit in the suit. Yeah, no, he yeah. will. Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. No, it's a shirtless scene. <laughs> I just hope that Brendan knows what he's in for. <laughs> he doesn't I regret ever writing that scene just give me a muscle suit in that scene. <laughs> green lantern so Un- unreal engine 2 come, uh, 5 will come out we'll be all good I'm ready just for click it a bu- yeah, click at a bu- that point we don't even need actors we'll just replace you all hey, well that's exactly fair right. mocap oh. we can do mocap with your iPhone now you just mocap some stuff you do a mocap of yourself just oh, yeah. a different but body. then you just make my model shredded <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> easiest way that's it that's how, that's how you do it Alrighty, yeah. well, I think that's pretty much it for the podcast, isn't it, guys? Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Andrew, want to well, sign us off? Yeah, man. Clint, first off, man, thank you so much for joining us. It's been really awesome talking to you about everything. You're welcome, mate. It's been good. Um, looking forward to when we can finally get get moving and actually start working. And, and uh, you guys are gonna hate me. It's gonna be great. Bring it on. <laughs> Already yeah, there. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting to. I'm waiting to see you make those, these guys cry. I so. hope you do. I'll be easy. Nice. I'm gonna capture it it's in slow I cry every night. That's fine. That's 6K fair. 6K slow motion. The tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be a bullet and then followed by a single. The only stunt work I ever did, I was so sore afterward, like disgustingly sore. So I know I'm gonna just hate my life when when I get together with Clint. It's gonna suck. I have no excuses. I wrote the thing. <laughs> fair enough. True. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, look, thank you so much for listening to the Impulse Fan Series podcast. I've been Andrew, joined by Josh, Brendan, and Clint. And we hope you enjoyed this conversation with Clint. And thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. Say bye, boys. See you later. Toodaloo.